Welcome to the Kevin and Philip Project, a podcast with two guys who love to eat, travel, talk sports, and have no idea how to raise teenage girls. Coming to you live from Salina, Kansas. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Philip. Welcome to episode 19 of the Kevin and Philip Project. This is going to be our season wrap up. So we're going to have a little fun like we like we've mentioned on the Facebook page and talk about some things that we did over the the course of the last year, what we've learned, maybe a little bit about what we have coming up here, but uh you know, we want to uh we're going to take a little bit of a break. I know I've got a vacation coming up, so it's going to take a couple of weeks out of out of the schedule. So I can come up with a vacation too. Well, you were just talking about the place. Talk about the place that you guys went to last year that uh, you were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, uh, down where the Venaries live, they've they've got flights out of Wichita right now down to uh, the Phoenix area, and I'm sure it's because of coronavirus where the prices are at. But like thirty five dollars each way per person, so you know, seventy dollar round trip to go to Phoenix is a pretty cheap deal, and you can drive down to Oro Valley where they. Uh, if they're listening, they don't even know that I might be coming to see them. But when I saw that it was so cheap. <laughs> I said, well, I've got to get out and see old uh, Ryan and Christina and the kids. Well, you are taking your life in your own hands, though, flying the Legion. Right, that's true. It's, it is it is uh, definitely low-class flying, but it's cheap. It is cheap. Gets you there quick. I'm yep. sure we're going to be all wearing masks on there. Probably, I hear there's no peanuts passed out on the planes right now anyway. Uh, so, hey, get me, there for, get me there and back for 70 bucks. I'll go. I, I hope you survive. <laughs> they, ha- they were... I, my boss and I look at this once in a while. He's he flies quite a bit, so we always look at plane stuff and flying. And Allegiant by far had the most in-air emergencies of any domestic airline in the United States last year. So, have you in your life? We've not talked about this this year, probably, but have you ever been spooked on a plane? Spooked enough that you thought, "Oh my God, we're going down." Once, I, I never have yet, but I've always got the fear of it. Taking off and landing are my two fear spots but last may we went uh, in may of 2019 we went to mexico with some friends for a week and we were flying back from mexico into denver on southwest and i'll have to i'll post a screenshot of the path we took because you can go on online on on applications flight aware is one of them and, and track a plane by its tail number and see its path and everything but uh there were some tornadoes right around the Denver airport when we were coming in to land. And multiple times, the pilot tried to come down and land and was not going to be able to do so safely and, and would take back off. And at one point, they were talking about having to go land in Colorado Springs or something like that because we were running out of fuel. Um, but one of those attempts to land, um, I wasn't sure that we were going we were gonna <laughs> to make it. Uh, what was funny about that, well, not funny, but... We, we saw the flight from Denver to Salina on United, and there was questions about whether that plane was going to leave. We had a few-hour layover, so, you know, theoretically, the storms were probably going to be away. Right. There was no way in hell that my wife and the other two women that were with us were getting back on a plane that day. <laughs> so we just rented that a car and drove. fear as well. Uh, years ago, I used to read Reader's Digest, and I haven't read Reader's Digest in years now, but my parents and my grandparents always took Reader's Digest and it had the humor section. I always yep. enjoyed the humor section. Had two or three different ones. I remember a lady saying one time in a particularly rough flight they landed and it banged the plane all around and it bounced two or three times down and, 
and the pilot was wrote the story in, and the pilot said that this little old woman walked up to the front of the plane, and she he said, thank you for riding, ma'am. And she said, well, did we land or were we shot down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still remember that story, and it, that, that's uh, – are you? Was your Reader's Digest fan? I was not. Um, I always saw it sitting around good grandparents' articles, home. Good old articles. I don't. I, I suppose they still have Reader's Digest, but I haven't taken it in years. Yep. I don't know the answer to that. So, well, mm. big news this week: Kanye is running for president. Isn't that great? Maybe he'll take some of the votes away from the guy I don't want to win. And I, I have a feeling that's going to be the case. That's an inch. I mean, you know, he's been a supposedly a Trump supporter. Um, but he took the red hat off and said he's no longer supports Trump. He's running. I'm wondering when the next album is going to hit. I'm guessing about uh, October, November yep. of this year, probably. And he's running as an independent. I, I would assume so. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. No, I didn't I look either. into that. I just saw he was running for president, and I thought, oh, here we go again. So, well, and as of tomorrow, we're back on mask duty in Salina. Yep. Which it is what it is. I, I just stay home. It's interesting. Uh, you know, the governor came out last week with her mandate that everybody's going to wear masks. And then the county got together Thursday, I think it was Thursday evening, and said, no, we're not going to require it. F forget what she said, which I thought was funny in that, if you read it, um, the, the actual uh, mandate, I thought it was interesting that everybody has to wear a mask, but the state legislature, any events that they the sponsor, does not have to wear a mask. I just, it's, you know, it's the same old story. It always goes back to this. Same thing with Social Security and things like that. It's good enough for you, but not good enough for us. And that's why I feel yeah. like our politicians have, have got to the point where that they feel like they're above us. Yeah. They are elected to represent us, and they go up there and represent themselves. And it's that's what's come down to being the most probably disappointing thing about the way the American political system set up, even though we don't want to talk politics on here. But it's true. They have their set of rules, then we live by our set of mm -hmm. rules. It's the same thing about gun control. You know, it's the, no one should have guns, but we're going to have people around us protecting us with guns. Yep. So, it's, I mean, it's a whole... Well, I thought it was interesting that the, the governor can mandate that everybody's required to wear masks in certain situations. Then Saline County comes out and says, no, you don't have to do that. We're not going to follow that. Well, then the city Monday comes out and says, no, you do have to do that. We're going to vote to that you do. Like, I get you know the federal and state side of things because federal law always trumps But why would our state. city and county have a pissing match with each well, other yeah. again? And, and who do you follow? Hmm. Which one's right? The I governor? Live in the county. So, well, and I live in the city. county voted today to... to require it so okay that's a non-issue now but. you know the we were talking about this is our year-end wrap-up um and i'll tell you the biggest disappointment about this first year is is that we've had to spend so much time talking about this crap yeah uh, we, we had a lot of fun we started last august and baseball season was going and and uh football season was about to get started we had high hopes of the Sooners winning a national championship. Kevin was hoping that K-State would at least survive, and that turned out they did pretty well and beat OU. Um, had a lot of fun things happen this year. So getting off of coronavirus for a minute, if Kevin's ready to get off of it, are you? Well, I was just going to say one no, other okay, thing give, that yeah, I thought was interesting stat. on the mask. you had a couple of stats here, too. Well, no, just uh, I, I saw a post yesterday on Facebook that on this mask thing because – 
as we've talked about with media and and social media and stuff, you never know what's right, what's wrong. Right. So there's a, a website called Tripzilla, which is a it's kind of a digital travel media type of thing. Um, it is out of Southeast Asia, but it listed six different types of masks. So under each one of those masks, it had the protection efficiency. So it it, it said this is X amount percent efficient against. Viruses, bacteria, dust, and pollen were the four categories. So the they need cloth- to put those same ratings on condoms. I've yeah. got a couple of friends that wish they would have got a better rating. So the the cloth mask, which is what I would say probably seventy five percent of the people I see out wearing masks right. are wearing. They do zero percent protection efficiency when it comes to viruses. Just putting a bandana over your face. Yeah, is what or, or I have a cloth that's yep. made out of cloth. A, right. a friend's mom made two ear loops. Zero so efficiency. Z- that's what it says. Yep. Yeah. So you got the N95. It was like 95%. Um, I mean, it had some different ones, but I thought that was interesting that the, the mask that most people are wearing, according to this website, is 0% efficient versus stopping viruses. So. But yeah, that's all I got from a coronavirus standpoint. We'll we'll talk for a few minutes about some of our previous episodes. We'll get into that for a few seconds because we did do one back when it all kind of first take right. took off. I want to I want to revisit that one. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say. Um, I don't know the date of our first one. It was some some week in August, mid mid August. I was trying to think. I think it was a little bit later than that. But I'll have uh, to look that football up. season would have just kind of been uh, starting preseason stuff. Um, like I was just saying, we had n- high hopes that we were heading for the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, and of course that's the way it ended up. I had high hopes that the New York Yankees would win the World Series, but that's not the way it ended up. So, now, Our first episode that we rec- we published was November 19th. November, okay. Yep, so yeah, it's crazy. It, it seems like it's... Uh, has been a while. It hasn't been that long. I mean, you know, seven, eight months now. But uh, a lot has happened, but not what we wanted to talk about. No, no, I would have much rather spent a lot of time talking about sports. And, of course, talking about sports and, and the Kansas City Chiefs. You saw what what uh, Mahomes signed for. <laughs> yeah. The richest contract in sports history. Did you Isn't see that how something? that story broke? Did you see the the I saw deal like behind a that? Bartender tell it was a it was a lady at a at a uh, liquor store right by Arrowhead Stadium. So some guy came in and ordered six bottles of, of Dom Perignon, and so she filled the order and she asked him what this you know obviously there's a celebration of some sort. What's going yeah. on? And he said that it was a uh, a signing of a of a star athlete in Kansas City. Didn't say who or anything like that. So she immediately went to Twitter, posted it on Twitter. And then she thought, well, I don't want to break the news and get the Chiefs mad because it sounds like they use that liquor store a lot. So she, she didn't want to get fired and all that kind of stuff. So she took the post down. And then about 30 minutes later, some of the uh, national media. Whitlock or somebody <laughs> yeah. like that. So, she's, so yep. So uh, It's quite a contract. Um, Probably deservedly so, though, because I could see him winning a couple of more for the Chiefs in the next couple of years and probably winning a couple more MVPs if he keeps the I, people around him that he has around I'll him. I'll tell you, 10 years is a long time it in is. professional, especially but football. But when you're 24, it's better to get a 10-year contract at 24 than the California Angels gave Albert Pujols one at 30. Or do we need to do we need to revisit the Bobby Bonilla contract? Oh, yeah. The Mets still Isn't pay him a million dollars every year for the next – 
I don't but, even know how many years. But these guys that sign um, when you know they're well past their prime, and Pujols is a perfect example. Uh, yep. m- almost a $400 million contract, whatever it was, after you're 30 years old, yeah. you see what in the last couple of years, he's, it's, it's wasted money. Yep. You better have a great first five years. But I can see with the, as old as, as Brady is still playing, Mahomes could still be in his prime when he's 34. Yeah. Uh, yep. He looks like the kind of body, the kind of smart, the smart everything. Well, you know the one thing that Tom Brady does to keep his career going and and his healthy longevity, well, that that doesn't hurt. (laughs) That's what I figured he might. He doesn't get hit very much. He never runs. (laughs) Right. Always throws the ball away. So if you can stay from getting hit, then that's going to be be the key to, especially in the NFL, to to keeping that that career going. That's why running backs only last about three or four years because they get hit so much that they just can't make it. So, well, let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk, let's continue talking about the, uh, the season and, and, uh, the podcast. So I've got some numbers to share. Um, just interesting. As I was looking through some things, we had over 3000 downloads, over 3000 listens, um, to our podcast. And, uh, what do you think our most listened to podcast is? Which one? Maybe the coronavirus. Uh, I was thinking possibly, um, I don't know. Our first one. Very first Very one. Very first ever. one was the fir- was the most listened to. Yep. And then uh, the Cronus the coronavirus one was number 2, which we named it is the coronavirus hysteria legit. Is that when Sean Harrington was on? That was. And we rushed to we rushed uh I was coming home from work and we're like, "Hey, we got to get this going now. This is blowing up." So we rushed yep. to to get him here and and uh, find a time for everybody to record. It's interesting though. I bet if you go back and listen to that one, and how skeptical some of us were as far as... I'm still skeptical. Well, but... You know, I would even tell you that I bet the hospital's still skeptical, even though they're going to go along with it, because they they put in big plans and big things, and it never came. It never it never came to the fruition that, that we dreamed that it would, and they've lost a lot of money because of yep. it. So... Num- number three was the uh, episode with uh, Preston McCorkle when we talked about school and what was going on yep. there with all that. And then at number four was our third, well, our second one that we published when we we talked about the travel hacks and and uh, traveling stuff like that. Which honestly, from my standpoint, was probably outside of the one with Sean, was probably the one I got the most comments about. A lot of people right, it was. They liked, liked your, the, some of the hacks. And they liked you putting the uh, curtains together. With <laughs> That was one of them for sure. So I had a lot of people say, yeah, I tried that XYZ and, and it really you know, it worked out. And, and thanks for that. So uh, some, other, some other stats real quick that we can talk about. And then we'll get into a few of the, uh, a few of the podcasts that we did. So, and I don't know uh, our listeners out there how much uh, you guys know that, that you're being tracked. <laughs> but... Uh, so 99% of our of our listens were out of North America. We did have some downloads in Europe, a couple in Asia, and one in South America. I'm not sure who that one was. Who would have went to South America? Maybe it was somebody in South America that wanted to listen to our podcast. You know, I told you years ago, um, or, or back during the season, I told you that one of the big reasons I loved going to New York City was some of the people, mm-hmm. some of the people that we meet there had a guy named Richie Robinson that owned a bar there down in the financial area, Beekman's Pub, that since coronavirus started has has closed. And we saw it on Facebook. Lisa wrote him and said, man, we just hate it because every time we went up, we uh, 
every time we went up to New York, we went in and, and uh, went to his place. Greatest guy, his him and his brothers, or his brothers owned it, and he ran the bar for him and everything. Um, but um, And I think he might have remembered me a little bit because I gave him an OU jacket one time, and yep. he's kind of like a, he's a college football guy more than a pro guy maybe in that part of the world, pros dominant. But anyway, they've since closed due to this – I yep. don't know exactly reasons why, but I would think it affected it because of the coronavirus. And everything. But but come to find out, he wrote Lisa back and said, "Hey, tell Kevin and Phil that I've been listening to." Them. <laughs> well, we <laughs> so have some you, listeners Richie, from if New you're York. Listening again, and we're sure going to miss you, bud. So so going back to the stats a little bit. So cities, this was really surprising to me. Thirty-one percent of our listens come from Wichita. Second place is Salina at 15%. So Wichita's over double. And I'm sure some of that is a little bit of Facebook marketing and stuff that we do. Um, I don't know how that how they track that, like if it's a Wichita number, even though they've moved to Salina. Maybe that, that – I don't know how that all works, but that was interesting. And then third place is Dallas with 8%. Well, would you – whenever you're downloading something and listening to it, like if I'm driving through Wichita and that's where I turn it on and start listening – would that affect it? Do I don't think? think so, but I don't know the answer to that. Because when I ever listen, if I listen to my own or listen to other people's podcasts, it is when I'm driving and there's no telling where I might be when I'm listening to it. So looking at uh, the states, uh, from a category of the states, we've got Kansas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Tennessee, Minnesota, Texas, Washington, North Carolina, Florida, Illinois, Arkansas, Ohio, Colorado, Kentucky, California, Washington, D.C., Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona, Nebraska, Georgia, Virginia, Mississippi, New Jersey, Oregon, Indiana, Iowa, South Carolina, New York, and Michigan. So probably about half of the half of the Pretty states in the country. Good. And then country-wise, when it gets down to a little bit, uh, when it breaks it down, Switzerland, Brazil, Canada, Japan, England, Germany, Mexico, China, and one listen in Trinidad and Tobago. And I've never been there. I haven't either. Don't even really know where it's at. Do you know um, next season we start up again? We'll probably start up again in another month, month and a half. Hopefully, I'm going to just go ahead and have a. If everybody out there will just have a lower their heads for a moment. Let's pray college football starts. I don't know what I'd do without because hey, take away college football and beer, and then take away sex. You can just cut my throat. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy League announced today that they are postponing all fall sports until the spring and winter sports will not start until after january 1st so no football for that no ivy football league. for the ivy league I pac 12 is supposed to make an announcement i think this week yet on something they haven't said what it is yet it worries me that pac 12 has got california involved in it so that, that yep. that's a little worry the sec may just hold their own national championship because i cannot imagine the sec saying no we'll see i mean they got to make a decision. I would say in the next two weeks. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's got to go one way or the other for football. I I honestly, we were just talking about this this past weekend when I was with some friends over the the, the July Fourth holiday. Um, we were talking about it, and two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, if you would ask me, I would say, yeah, there's no way they're not going to do college football right. in the fall. It's not going to be full stadiums and that sort of thing. But they can't forego the money. They're going to have college football. Now you ask me that question, I would say there's a very small chance that college football happens in the fall. I think that they're still going to find a way to do it, probably in the spring sometime, because they have to have the money. But I well, just let's don't go see straight it. backwards from there. The kids are already worried 
about high school football. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gentry wants to dance. She's a, you know she's a vet dancer and and wants to dance. They've already been going over to school and practicing in the morning. They're wearing their masks and all this and that. But uh, they've been practicing now for several weeks, getting ready for the season. I'm sure the boys are out there working out and doing their thing. So uh, if there's no college football, there's damn sure not going to be any high school football, you would think. Yep. Now, Morgan, we, we sent her to uh, – so she's been doing basketball and volleyball stuff here over the summer. Went to basketball conditioning the other day, and they required them to wear masks for the first time. And the only mask she had was a flannel mask, so felt a little bad for her on that one. <laughs> Basketball conditioning with a flannel, flannel mask. mask. The girls said that they have to wear them when they're together, but when they spread and do their things, they can take them, as long as you know they're spread to the what the city says to do or whoever says to do it. Yep. So last couple stats I have, and then we'll get into some of the other episodes. So a specific uh, from a device standpoint. This is why you should own Apple stock, which I do own Apple stock, and Warren Buffett owns Apple stock, so I feel like I made a good decision there. (laughs) So from a device standpoint, 84% of our listens come on mobile devices, and 72% of those are an iPhone. Yeah. 11% of those are an Apple Watch. So 84% of that 84% are on Apple devices. 10% on computers and 10% on Android phones. Android phones would be what I'm holding here. I'm a Samsung. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So and that's my, I'm the only, me and Lisa have that in our family, but all the kids have Apple. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's the thing. I think Apple's really good at once you get on it on the platform about keeping, keeping you reliant upon Apple. I'll use the example. I've always, not always, but for probably the last 10 years been an Apple phone user. Well, now my wife is on an Apple phone. My daughter's on an Apple phone. We have, all three of us have AirPods. Kelly and I both have Apple Watches, and we have Apple TV. You get caught up in the ecosystem, and it gets to the point where even if I wanted to, I couldn't get away from Apple at this point. Yeah. So they're really good at once they get you in that ecosystem, sucking you in and, and making you feel like you can't leave. Did you buy your first Ford? Nope. That's not your first Ford. That's not a Ford out there. Oh, that looked like a Ford to me. That's a GMC. Shh. We're <laughs> Ford people. <laughs> I thought when I pulled up, I saw another fellow Ford man. I'm a Ford driver. I always liked Fords better than Chevys. No, so Morgan's going to be driving pretty soon. She wants the Jeep, and oh. we've been putting a lot of miles on the Tahoe, driving to basketball, volleyball, yeah. softball tournaments, so... Just decided to get another vehicle that uh, we could take on the road and, and keep the miles off of off of the Tahoe for a little bit. I, I got to tell you a story about it. So I picked it up in Oklahoma. Kingfisher, Oklahoma is where I got this truck. Yeah. So I, when I called the guy last week on the phone. I swear to God, it sounded like I was talking to you on the phone. Exactly like you. So at, when we kind of got wrapped up with our negotiations and everything, and I told him I was coming down there to pick it up, I said, I got a question for you. Have you always lived in the Kingfisher area of northwest oklahoma and he he's he said yes basically he wasn't born in kingfisher but he was born close to there and lived there and i said the reason i ask you that is because you sound just like my friend that i do a podcast with and uh but he's from asher oklahoma he goes oh damn that's way down there those are rednecks down there (laughs) (laughs) so Uh, apparently And they sell a lot of cars out of that dealership somehow in Kingfisher. I mean, they always are running ads in the Oklahoma City area, and 
Is yep. it a big dealership? Did you go to it? Well, it was it was not I wouldn't say it was a big dealership, but their problem is and and I've I've found from talking as I was going through the process and looking at other lots as well for vehicles, nobody can get vehicles right now. Mm-hmm. So, I would tell you that their lot was maybe maybe a third to a half to half full. Maybe. And he told me that he's got five new vehicles that are already sold that haven't even hit their lot yet. They're on trucks right now on their way there. Now, I do not drink um, Mexican beer. Don't drink Tecate. Don't drink... Uh, You're missing out. Corona. Don't. But I hear that there's a major shortage of Mexican beers right now. Liquor stores can't get them. The grocery stores can't get them. Because plants are being shut down down in Mexico. But whenever you look at the numbers of this coronavirus, Mexico's way behind a lot of other countries. Maybe they did a better job than America did. I don't know. Or maybe the tequila is killing it all. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, our, my buddy that goes out to Great Life that owns the liquor store down at Lindsberg, he said you can't, three things. He said you can't get, uh, you can't get, First of all, Corona, and then Tecates, and then he said the third, which is weird, is Keystone Light. Can't, hmm. cannot get it. And maybe the, maybe there's a manufacturing plant that's shut down due to this or something. Hmm. But, but then you say cars, and then I've looked around, and there's a huge demand for outdoor sporting goods stuff that you used to oh, get yeah. your hands on yep. all the time. You could get yep. your hands on, and, and I'm talking maybe water stuff. Paddle boards, things like that. Yep. You can't get them. Nope. You can't find them. If you want them, be ready to pay about double what you'd paid a year yep. ago this time. Well, it's crazy. I mean, there's there's a lot shortage of a lot of things that you didn't think would be affected by this. Um, I like that news though, that because it's gonna have to come back. Oh yeah, and eventually absolutely. it'll come back and yep. we'll we'll yep. all get busy again. Yep. No, I uh, so I called a local place here to get a tonneau cover for my for the truck bed and and have it installed, and I had picked one out. And they were a dealer, so I called him, and he said, I, I can't. You're not going to get that for six months. And I said, what are you talking about? They're made in, in Missouri, according to the website. He goes, yeah, the cover itself is made in Missouri, but the clamps and everything that we need to install it are all made in China, and they're all sitting in containers in the ports right now, <laughs> not not allowed to come in. So he said there's, only, there's one brand that he can get all the parts and everything for, um, so if I don't, if I want to put that cover on in the next few months, there's only one option that he can give me that he resells, um, and so that's what I went with. But uh, yeah, I mean, truck bed covers you can't get yeah. now. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things that um, it shows me that eventually the economy is going to come back because we're not going to just completely sit here and be without. Yep. Um, people are going to have to get back busy again and get to providing the things that we're short of now. And the sooner that happens, the better. I don't know if that's going to be August, September, or completely after the election. That's that's one of the things that worries you in the, if you watch the economy very closely. We have increased on a lot of jobs in mm-hmm. in America, but where we went all the way up to almost 20% unemployment, we're back down to around 10% unemployment now. That's still a tremendous amount because we were at three when this right. whole thing started. So you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that are still unemployed. July 25th ends the 600 extra dollars that the people get that were on yep. unemployment. I would, I hope there's an uptick after that um, because people aren't out looking right now, aren't out gainfully looking. I'm hoping after the final $600, I, 
I don't hold it against those people. You get six hundred extra dollars a, month, a week. Well, I think it'll be interesting it. here starting probably next week. Um, companies are going to have to start reporting earnings from that quarter that would be April through June. Yep. Uh, governments are going to have to start re- reporting sales tax numbers and things like that. Um, obviously, it's going to be bad. Stock the question is, fall for a few the question there. is, is 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 it going to be as bad as it was the first time, or has all this been priced into the market right now because the market is forward looking it's not current so hopefully yeah. it's all been priced in and we don't see a huge drop but uh, that'll be interesting over the next couple of weeks to see where the stock market goes and business wise i saw another one another local uh, uh restaurant is not reopening at corky's diner downtown i saw it today on on facebook was not going to be reopening well, that's kind of sad because it's another good breakfast place because yep. there's not in salina there's not a lot of outside of you know if you Want to go to IHOP? It's fine. They make a good breakfast. But if you want to just go eat somewhere local, yep. Corky's was another local guy that you know we used to always eat out at Tom's Apple Tree, and and I don't think I miss anything worse in Salina than Tom's Apple Tree. I could take my whole family and eat breakfast out there for about thirty five bucks or yeah. something like that, it, and and have about two meals worth of food. Yeah, yeah, it's just wonderful. But uh, so that's sad to hear, but. When yep. this is all over, we'll have to make a list and say, here's who all has shut since this yep. started. Because I know, I know of multiple places. Well, let's get into, uh, let's get into the, the previous season here as we wrap this, this season up and, and talk about... Uh, first question I'll ask you, Philip, what, what do you think your favorite podcast was? I liked whenever the... Uh, probably the uh, high school girls came on. Gave us a little breakdown of how they felt. I just liked hearing kids talk about, you know, I felt sorry for them to begin with. I wanted to get them on here just to hear their perspective in it. I didn't have a high school senior. I I have a lot of friends who have a lot of high school seniors, and I've felt sorry for those kids the worst of anybody. College seniors, hey, you've already had a lot of fun in your yeah. life. You're about ready to move on anyway. But high school seniors kind of got the raw end yeah. of the deal on this whole thing. Um, so, and then I hope they don't have to turn right around and get the raw end of starting off college in a weird situation too, but I liked that one real well. I, uh, I also liked probably, uh, there was an episode that we talked about the, uh, sunflower throwdown. Whenever yeah. those idiots from oh, KU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. Whenever the K, we, we had to almost have an emergency podcast on that because, uh, uh, the guys from KU went stomping all over everybody. <laughs> Philip wanted my raw emotion right after that event. So that was pretty good. I like that. <laughs> Mine was probably the one with with uh, with Sean on it, Doctor Harrington. Um, just from a standpoint of, I learned a little bit on that one, so that was kind of fun. But to to think about where we were in March when we recorded that to now. Yep. how different our lives are. I mean, we were literally debating whether this coronavirus was made up or not and and well, that's what the months. effects were going to be. That episode was March the 12th, so it's almost four months to yep. the day if you're listening to this now. How, how much of has our lives changed yeah. in that four months? Yeah, that's it, crazy to, to think back. Well, it shows you how quickly they can, they can change us, whoever they is. Yep. Yep. Media a lot of times is, can change you and scare you and and make you 
feel like you should be hiding in a tunnel somewhere. Or, and look what they did to our economy with it. Yep. And, and I'm sure the coronavirus has a lot to do with it, but also a lot of fear had a lot to do with oh, it, yeah. too. Yeah, no, the, I, I, we've talked about this. We don't need to get into it, but the media obviously drew, drove a lot of people's perceptions of what was going on. So my other one, the other two that I had written down, one of them was the sunflower throwdown just because of, of like I said, the emotion that I had after that event. Yep. Um, and then I, I enjoyed the one with Preston on here as well. Um, what's in, what's going to be interesting, we, we've talked about this in, in our next season here as, as things kick off here probably in a month or so we'll probably have to have let's have both of those guests back right so school have been started you know in august kind of understand and see what's going on with school i've heard a lot of different things i think i've i've heard two different models that they're really focused on as far as how they're going to do school at least uh for the fall semester um up, up until christmas break um obviously would like to to hear sean's take on what he's seen at the hospital, you know, as much information as he can share without any HIPAA violations and that right. sort of thing. But um, I'm sure he can throw out numbers and just say, here's what. Oh, absolutely. Here's what's happening. And compare it to other locations. Well, too. we I see mean, the numbers almost weekly. I mean, yep. it's, it's you, you can get the update weekly on right here on the Salina Post. Yep. And and then taking it a little bit deeper, I would say the two the two uh, things we talked about that I probably got the most comments about were the travel hacks, as I mentioned before, and then the the two p- podcast r- uh, rant that I went on or we went on on the Salina Journal. Yeah, I got a lot of comments uh, on that one, and I hate to throw the Salina Journal under the bus, bus, but they're no longer a locally owned newspaper. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple of people good say that they canceled. There, Again, this wasn't our goal, right? But, but I had a couple of people say that they uh, canceled their their Salina Journal subscription after listening to us because they were kind of under the impression that they were probably the only ones having the problem, right? And that they it would get better. And then after hearing us, seeing comments on Facebook and other things with other people, uh, decided to, to just go ahead and cancel that. So During this first season, we had a, a few more maybe dreams of what we would do with it. And, and again, the things that happened changed a little bit of our goals. But I would hope maybe next year when we get into this and if we can get pro football going, if we can get – you know, they're saying – Professional baseball is still going to go. Who knows? Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Um, if they do go, I would expect they're going to play in front of empty stadiums. But, hey, a 40- to 50-game run at it, the Kansas City rules, as bad as they are, have two good weeks. They could be right in the mix of things. That's one of the exciting things about a short season. But, but anyway, what I'm saying is I hope those things all start happening for us and we can take the show out and maybe do it at Buffalo yes. Wild Wings with our friends and do it. We've done it this whole year because we can't get out that much. Right. We've had to do it in Kevin's basement. Yeah, the every, pl- almost every episode outside of March one, we were down at both for kids' sake. Yep. No, the plan. Uh, so all of our all of our equipment is is movable. Yep. And the plan was that we would visit bars and places and and record remotely from those locations. But obviously the coronavirus and situation and have multiple and guests. correct yeah so other people can put their opinions in yep so so hopefully uh, we can get past the coronavirus stuff and and uh, you know things are open now but not not quite like we want them to be again so hopefully if we can get things back to normal sometime soon we can we can 
follow through on that one. I feel like we've went back backwards again. Just here and here and locally, we've yep. gone back backwards, and you you hope it doesn't just you hope it doesn't go back to the point where that it kills restaurants again and kills bars and kills small businesses. Like you're just saying, the, the another one's closed down, and uh, I don't want any more things to close down in Salina I, for sure. I think that's why we haven't gone as far back as I thought we would when the case count started to go up. Because these small businesses can't, they can't take another two months no. hit like that. They just, they're just not going to survive. And uh, so I think they're trying to find a way to to slow everything down, but keep things open as much as that's reasonable at this point to keep those kind of things from happening. Because if we start having that happen around here, then it's it's going to be significantly worse than the first time around. You know, in episode three, you told me a little story back last year. You. Uh, you like just laying in the sand. We've talked about the, now this summer. Yep. We haven't been able to travel like we've been able to in the past, um, financially, and you know just the freedom of being able to move around. So haven't been able to lay on any beaches. But uh, aren't you about ready to go lay on a beach somewhere? We're not going to a beach. No, we're going to Yellowstone. So, Are you really? Yeah, we're going to take a family been. trip. So we're uh, we're going to drive about two thirds of the way on a Saturday. Finished the trip on Sunday. Uh, spend three days in Yellowstone Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Spend. Uh, have you ever been before? No, have not, not been there before. I'm going to spend, I think, three days in Grand Tetons. Yep. And then uh, turn around and drive back. And we'll see uh, if we're sick of each other at that point. We may drive back in one day. but uh, I bet you enjoy. I, it, and I've only heard this. My mom has gone, been up there. A couple of my cousins have been up there. And they. They post pictures, and you know, pictures never do justice of what they're looking yep. at. But uh, it's evidently one of the prettiest places you can go in the world. So, yeah, and everybody's told me that's been there is that I mean, you can do the the more famous stuff, um, like the Grand Prismatic Spring and the Old Faithful and the Mini Grand Canyon Boiling. You know, all those touristy. You gotta right. go see this. But uh, if you want to do some hiking and that sort of thing, and really, really get to enjoy Yellowstone that you need at least a week. So we're Probably we're so. going to hit the big spots and and so uh, how many days you're going to do 3 days? 3 days there? in Yellowstone and I think 2 or 3 days in Grand Tetons, I don't remember. So that's the national park just south of Yellowstone. Um President Trump was up at Mount Rushmore last week. Have you ever been to Mount Rushmore? I've not. Me either. And it's not that bad of a drive for us, but I've never been. I'd like to take the kids up there someday. Yep. No, uh Jimmy went up there a couple of years ago and, and talked about it, and we've talked about it since then. But Because uh, the, the other place I'd love to go to, that I want to go to so bad, and I waited until my daughter was old enough to kind of understand and be able to appreciate it a little bit, and now she doesn't want anything to do with it anyway, <laughs> is Washington, D.C. Oh, I love Washington, D.C. So. I've been several times now, and uh, there's you, you can't do it in a day. Yeah, uh, it's I mean, it's it's a week long process. If you wanted to go through all museums, I actually went with the Cornerstone Schools a couple of years ago with the kids. We actually got to tour the White House. Yep. Went to the you know, we did all the memorials, right. whatever. And it's we still didn't have enough time. We yep. were there for several days. So it, it is uh, it's wonderful. But I'd, I'd love to go see. There's there's a now which which one of our presidents was it was it um, Teddy Roosevelt that went out and first saw the Yellowstone area yeah he's the one started the national and park said, 
Yep. Shut her down, boys. <laughs> this is so beautiful. We, this is a national treasure. Yep. So it, it's probably everybody out there is worth going and seeing one time. Well, it worked out good for us, obviously, you know, with the situation with flying and stuff like that, that we had planned to do this. We've been planning this since probably January or so. Um, so it, we had places rented. So it worked out that we can still take a vacation right now and not have to fly and, yep. and uh, you know, still get out and, and try something different. Did you one more? One more that I've not done that I feel like an idiot for not doing. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm flown mixed over on that. it multiple I, well, times going to Vegas, yep. but never been down on Ground Zero. Yep. Now I was in my boss's plane one time, and we were flying back from Las Vegas, and we took a route so that we could uh, go over the Grand Canyon, and so we flew in his plane over the Grand Canyon. So we got down pretty low. It was pretty cool. I want to. I mean, it's one of those places I want to go and see it. But, I mean, is that like a 30-minute thing? And then what are you going to do for the well, rest of the Well, that's what trip? I've always wondered. There better be a casino down there somewhere <laughs> oh, close. There, there, there are casinos <laughs> down there, but you can't drink in them. So What? Yeah, we went to when we went down to the uh, Fiesta Bowl when K-State played Oregon down there, we went to uh, a couple of casinos down there, and you couldn't. Couldn't drink there, it so must have been they a had a bar, sabbatical. but you couldn't have the drinks with you in the at the tables at the or anything tables. like that. So, yep, yep. So, well, that's what I've always actually thought about it too. I've always thought if I was driving, like let's just say I was like again, I said the Venaries are have moved out there. And we like, and I would like to go see them once a year at least. On the way out, maybe I could drive by it and see it as I'm going by. Right, but it's not a. I'm going to spend a week here cutting deal because I'm not going to yeah. hike down to the bottom of it or anything. That's too much work. Yep. Well, I, I want to tell you a story real quick and then we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um, so I told you two weeks ago about my PF Chang's, uh, situation yeah. and, uh, my, my blow up there. <laughs> so I got to tell you another story about a, another restaurant that I was at. So a couple weekends ago we were at in Kansas city for a softball tournament and, we played a nine o'clock game on Friday and then we didn't play again until nine o'clock PM on Saturday. So we had all day to burn Saturday. So we went over to legends, the shopping area there in Kansas city and, uh, me and, and Chris were going to go over to yard house where the girls were off shopping. You had to stand in line to get in some of the stores, not, not anything I was interested in. So we were going to go have a drink, kind of see where the, where the lunch hour led, Probably have some people join us, maybe get some food later. We weren't really sure what was going on. So we go over to Yard House, walk in, walk up, sit down at the bar. There's literally four people in the entire restaurant. This is 11 o'clock. For 15 minutes, no bartender acknowledges us. Nobody comes over, says anything to us. We're just sitting there, which is Now, the very Yard odd. House has always treated me well. Were you wearing camouflage? Was not. Okay. So, no, the Yard House is great. Yep. So the manager comes up to us after about 15 minutes and says, hey, did you guys just walk in here and sit down at the bar? I said, yeah, I do it all the time here. He goes, yeah, well, I need you to go over to the host stand and check in. <laughs> so, okay, well, this apparently instead of the bartender just saying, hey, could you guys go over and check in, they chose to just ignore us. But we go over to the host stand, and I tell the gal, hey, we were, we were just going to have a drink, kind of see where it went. We might have some people join us. We're not sure. We were sitting at the bar. They told us to come over here. She goes, well, I need your cell phone number. I said, what do you need my cell phone number for? Well, to text you when your table's ready. So there's four people in the restaurant, and we want to sit at the bar. Like, what are we waiting on? What do you got to text me for? Well, I just need your phone number. 
Afterwards, I found out she didn't want to say this, but what I think what they're doing is they're tracking people. So if somebody has an out, if somebody says I was at the yard house at eleven o'clock on this date and now I have coronavirus, they have a record of who's there and can get in touch with you to let you know of that. So that's great. That's Wait, not. Do you have to give everybody your cell phone. Well, number no, I don't think you had to. I, I wasn't going to argue you with her, so I just it. gave her the cell phone number. And then she turns around. She goes, "Okay, so where were you guys sitting?" And I said, "We were sitting right over there at the corner of the bar." She literally grabs two menus, walks us back over, and sits us down in the exact same two seats we were already in. Bartender immediately comes over and takes our drink order. How is that any safer than five minutes ago when we were sitting in that exact same spot? They could have just brought us two menus over and... And said, "Here you go, guys." And you probably didn't really want a menu, did you? You were probably well. Just we there were, to yeah, have we it. did, yeah. But it was yeah. funny that as soon as we, as soon as she sat us, then all of a sudden we had two bartenders over there taking our drink orders and, and wanting to wanting to get us going. So now I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings on here, but episode six we had our first guest ever. Yep, Paul Roberts. <laughs> I don't know what he pulled us through on that night or what we even talked about. You guys drank um, too much the night before. We were. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I do too. I, I wrote it down. We uh, we talked about our favorite pizza in Salina that night. Oh, we did. Yep. yep. Favorite scheme, pizza in yeah. Salina. The, we went through a lot of restaurants. Scheme guy. Yeah. Yep. Went through several restaurants and then we ended up. You know, Martinelli's has put a big sign and I, I really think it's very nice of them to have done this. But you know, the digital sign on the south end of town, the big new yep. digital yep. sign. Yep. The only thing it says is just a big thank you from Martinelli's. Thank you, Salina, for supporting us during this time, which I think a lot of people have done. Um, yep. Which, good for Tony for doing that, uh, thanking everybody, but good for Salina for keeping on supporting guys that are locally owned businesses. And and uh, we certainly did. We've had a lot of pizza or uh, spaghetti and salads yep. in our house for the last three months yep we definitely uh did some i mean we had a period of time there where we focused on on if we were going to grab some food or do something i, I mean it's the first time i'd been to martinelli's in quite some time yep. we went to Dimaru a few times went to big cheese quite a bit for some pizza so tried to definitely help out those local those local places stay open did you see in on the internet a couple of days ago or yesterday i guess it was about the salina fire department off-duty guys helping clean up so there's some off-duty good fire firemen that noticed that the everything growing up and and getting pretty bad there along belmont so they went out off duty on their own time went out and and took care of all that to help clean up uh the city a little bit i live up near the um furthest south ball field on markley yep and uh both sides of the street, you know, those little apartments are not apartments, but the townhomes are there across from the ball field. That hasn't been mowed in six, eight weeks mm-hmm. now. And so it's, it's, high, it's as high as wheat. Yep. It's super high. Today the city came down and mowed a couple of laps around it, but left straggling weeds all up right up next to the road, which I think just looks horrible. I mean, it's where a weed eater needs to get hit it a little bit to make it look decent. I think I'll run down there and do it just for the fact that I don't want to drive in my neighborhood and it looks yep. scraggly. But they are doing a little bit. Uh, but, man, it's frustrating yep. to the extent we've let things go. Well, we had this conversation. I had I played some golf with some friends on Sunday, and while we were playing golf, we had the conversation because we were at the municipal and, and uh, talked about how the, the rough is definitely taller and thicker than usual. Yep. They don't have quite the staff they normally have in the summertime. But – you know, it'll be interesting when this all flushes out. Um, 
it's no secret. I've, I've tried to get them. I've reached out to the mayor. I'm going to keep trying. I think we can get them on here in the next season. There's obviously the city saving money by cutting some of the jobs, which I understand where they're coming from. But there's also a cost from a maintenance standpoint. And yep. when they let this stuff go, is it going to cost more for them to come back and repair it after the fact than if they just would have maybe kept some of those staff members and maintained it a little bit better? In, in my heart, and I've only got a very small yard, but in my heart, if I let my yard go this year, it's going to cost me twice as much yeah. to fix it next yep. year. Yep. Uh, and just, that's what I'm afraid of. And, and and I'm not talking about a whole city. I've just got a, one little nice area in the front of my house that has a few bushes. But I, if I let it go, then it's just a nightmare to fix. See, no matter what we try, we always come back to this coronavirus and what's going on. I didn't ever <laughs> say coronavirus. <laughs> you did there. <laughs> so, well, hey, let's wrap this up. Uh, you know, this season one's been fun so far. Been a little therapeutic, as I've, I've mentioned in, in the past. Looking forward to probably a month or so from now, we'll, we'll start season two. Have some, like we said, have some new guests. Probably have a few recurring guests that come back and talk. We're going to try to uh, do some things out on the road at some different locations and have some people stop by and jump on with us. Anything else That's you want to That's my most, ex- most exciting thing for season two. I would like for people who, anybody who wants to come on here and has something to talk about, now, me and Kevin aren't going to let you come on here and talk about uh, becoming a porn star or anything like that. But, but might be interesting well, that radio. Be interesting. But we would like some guests. I mean, if yep. you're if you're willing to come on here and just give us your opinion on things that are going on in Salina, or if you're a big KU fan, there's not a lot of KU fans sitting around this table right here. <laughs> um, so if you if you're anybody in like zero. that. <laughs> Then, then uh, we'd love to for you to come on and and visit with us. But we sure have appreciated everybody that has listened to us for this first year, and and uh, and hope that maybe when we start back up, you'll continue to listen, and we can have a little more fun and not talk so much about the crap that we've had to talk about. And yes, Katie, I have your wine basket here. It looks it's good, right Katie. Next to me, I will can... try to deliver that to you in the next God, few days. We hope Sean's feeling better. Yeah, and uh, thank you to uh, our sponsors that we've had over the course of the first season, to uh, Law MacArthur for donating some oil changes. I did get Chris's oil change from the contest, and and now I'm thinking about it. We have one. We had one other contest that we need to we need to get a winner for. So I'll post that this week on the Facebook page, and uh, and then uh, thanks to Rustin for helping us out with some marketing uh, dollars and and some things that that he did for us and. And hopefully uh, both of them got some business out of it. But we definitely appreciate the help from our sponsors. And if you're interested in, in sponsoring and helping us out, uh, give us a shout. Hit us up on Facebook, uh, however you need to get a hold of us. And let's talk about uh, some options that we have. Phil, any parting words? No, just just again, thank you. And it's been, it's been enjoyable. I've never spent this much time with Kevin in my life. So I've enjoyed being with Kevin every every couple of weeks. Uh, and, uh, and I look forward to keep doing it for at least another year. Yep, sounds good. Well, we'll be back with Season 2 probably in a month or so. We'll keep everybody updated on the Facebook page. Have a safe rest of your summer, and uh, we'll see you again here in about a month. Thank you for listening to the Kevin and Philip Project Podcast. If you would like more information about our podcast, guests, and to join in on the discussion, please visit our Facebook page www.facebook.com slash Kevin Phillip Project. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us.